Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Movie Attic Headquarters with your host, Betty Jo Tucker, author of Confessions of a Movie Attic, right here at www.blogtalkradio.com. Hi, movie fans. This is Betty Jo Tucker thanking you for tuning in to Movie Addict Headquarters. You don't have to be a movie addict to visit here, but if you are one, it's definitely the place for you. We're in for a treat today, folks, because the famous movie mom, Nell Minow, and the mad movie man, A.J. Hockery, have agreed to share their opinions about this summer's film offerings with us. And as most of you already know, if you've listened to our show, both Nell and AJ pull no punches in their movie reviews, so they really make a fun team. In fact, their spirited aliens versus monsters debate is one of our most memorable past episodes. So (laughs) if you haven't heard that episode, be sure to check the archives. So we're always excited when they agree to visit us together. I'll bring them on in just a minute, but I wanted to mention that the chat is now open, so I hope uh, listeners will sign up to chat. Nikki Star, our usual chat wrangler, can't be here today, but, but I'll be watching and, uh, and uh, checking with the chat to see if there are any questions or comments they would like to share with uh, Nell and with AJ. We really appreciate the listeners who participate in our chat as well as our other listeners. So I'd like to bring Nell on now. She's a frequent guest, and we know about her great reviews at beliefnet.com and her book, The Movie Mom's Guide to Family Movies. But the last time she was here... We heard she's working on another book, so I hope she'll give us a progress report on that today. Welcome back to Movie Addict Headquarters, Nell. Thanks. It's great to be back. Well, it's wonderful to have you back again. And how is the new book coming along? Well, just fine. In fact, I'm I'm now doing a series. I have finished work on 50 uh, must-see movies about weddings and 50 must-see movies about moms. I'm working on dads now. And my book of 101 Great Movie Moments is also done, and all of them will be available very soon. Oh, I can hardly wait to, to read read those. Those are all separate books? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. When do you, when do you have time to do your other work? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I somehow managed to squeeze it in. <laughs> the energy that you have it's just amazing well i can hardly wait especially the the one about weddings because that was fun to do in fact i have so many left over that i'm already planning a sequel to that one a sequel to the, mm-hmm. to the 50 weddings we should do when when you're ready maybe to do a, a show on that it would be kind of fun so oh, okay so would, would you be willing to come back for that i will i i probably aj doesn't want to be on that show but uh if he does you know, <laughs> glad to have him well, well, he might he might want to be on that show. So let's let's just bring him him on. And uh, you know, Nell, that, that that AJ has some uh, very edgy and entertaining reviews on such sites as Passport Cinema and Classic Movie Guide and Terror Tube. But 
he's been bitten by the acting bug again recently. So, AJ, please tell us about what, what you're up to now. Thanks for having me on again, Betty Show. Always glad to be back here. And, yep, the acting bug has struck again. Right now I'm in the middle of rehearsals for a state fair. Uh, it's going to be performed up here in uh, Rice Lake. Uh, community theater, uh, we open a week from tomorrow. And I have the what the director would call honor of being in the chorus. I call it murderous boot camp, ow my feet. <laughs> Where... <laughs> Where they're going to have this, the big man here sing and dance, and I get to play uh, two characters, actually. I'm one of the carnies, where, which is where I get to do most of my singing and dancing with a turban on. So that'll be uh, that'll be a hoot and a half. And uh, I also get to play somewhat of an antagonist. I get to play the uh, jerk farmer who bets the family that they're not going to have a good time at the state fair. (laughs) (laughs) My gosh. Oh, AJ, you know how jealous I am of you whenever you get those gigs in in musicals. And you're you're probably having a a lot of fun. Uh, I know you're complaining about how hard the dancing is, but Mm -hmm. I know know you'll do a a great job on that. So he needs to keep us posted on that, right, Nell? Absolutely. I I expect to see uh, some pictures and maybe some video clips on Facebook. But that's wonderful. You know, it's interesting that... State Fair is the only musical that Rodgers and Hammerstein wrote directly for the screen, so it's interesting to me that it's now been turned into a theatrical production. And uh, the original version, uh, the one with Gene Crane and Dana Andrews, is one of my dad's all-time favorite movies, so it's one of mine, too. <laughs> oh, yes, I, I like that, too. And and actually this was end up this was actually the very first show I was ever involved in back in 2004 when they kind of drug me into doing theater when I was in college and the part of the carney was the first part I ever played so I get to return to my role. That's fantastic. Oh, reprising your role. Well, have you watched uh the State Fair uh movie? Yeah, I saw Yep, I saw the Gene Crane. I actually reviewed it a few years back for uh, Diana Sanger for uh, Classic Movie Guide. So you're you're aware of uh, the uh, history behind what you're doing. So I think that's that's important. <laughs> I just you. What was the last musical you were in? Uh, was it Curtains? Yep, Curtains was the last musical I was in, and uh, that one I did do some dancing there, not nearly as much. As I am now, so uh, State Fair is definitely whipping me into some of the best shape I've been in in a long time. Well, we we want you to to break a leg with with this show. We we know that you'll you'll just do a wonderful job, and we we want to we do want to see those those uh, videos. But now let's turn to the topic of the day. You know, uh, AJ and Neil, like most movie fans, I always look forward to summer because there's so many blockbuster films released during this season. And I was reading the Entertainment Weekly special summer preview issue, and there was a report that there were about a hundred, over a hundred movies in store for us this summer. So even someone like me, who's such a movie addict, needs some help in deciding which <laughs> ones to spend our money on. For example, here's a... Uh, this isn't a very long list, but these are some of the titles that I picked out of that issue that in, that kind of intrigued me. Some of them not for not in a good way, but I'm just going to read through this list. The Amazing Spider-Man, Rock of Ages, Prometheus, The Dark Knight Rises, That's My Boy, Magic Mike, 
Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Brave, Madagascar 3, Europe's Most Wanted. Ice Age 4, Continental Drift. Ted, Neighborhood Watch, I think that's been changed to The Watch. Sparkle, The Born Legacy, Total Recall, The Campaign, and Lawless. Now that's just the tip of the of the iceberg. There are just so many movies, so little time, and so little money. Well, that's where you... <laughs> Come in, AJ and Nell. We we need to know. We know that you see more films than about anyone that I know. And as I mentioned before, you're not shy about sharing your reaction. So let's get down to business. And, and uh, Nell, yes. which five summer film offerings are you looking forward to the most and why? And I wonder if any of the titles that I mentioned happen to be on your list. I decided, um, Betty Jo, that I want to stay away from the kind of obvious choices. You've listed a lot of blockbusters, but I want to talk about ones that are, you know, maybe might be overlooked. And I'm going to cheat a little bit and and really give you six because I've got two that are similar. But I'm going to start with um, what has been my favorite film of the year so far and which is opening up later this month. Uh, It's called um, Beasts of the Southern Wild. And it won one of the top awards at Cannes, and it really blew me away. I literally went into it not quite sure whether it was a documentary about lions or something. I just really had no idea. And it's this extraordinarily poetic and lyrical, almost fable, post-apocalyptic fable about a father and daughter living in a condemned area of Louisiana um, following Katrina, and uh, it's all uh, people who have never acted professionally before, so A.J. would be too professional to be in this cast. And it um, it is really just an extraordinarily beautiful and haunting film and so I, I thought it was just great. So that's Beast of the Southern West. Uh now, now of the movie spell that yeah. first is that uh, East or Peace? Beast. Beast Beast, Beast. like animals. Okay. Beast. Beast. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's well, why that's... I thought it was a nature documentary. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well that sounds like one that we we need to put on our list. If it if it it may, it may not get a nationwide release, that's that's a problem that I have where I'm located. So um, but we'll look for it and keep then... watching on video on demand. Okay, we'll do. Um, okay. Also, I'm I'm I have not been in the past a huge Bourne fan. My husband is a big, big Bourne fan. He loves the Bourne movies. I've liked them, but but not been crazy about them. But I'm really intrigued by the new Bourne movie. I think it looks very promising. I've been so impressed by Jeremy Renner in Avengers and uh, in um, Mission Impossible last winter, and so. I, I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, Brave, I think you know, it's always a, why, even despite last year's misfire, I think it's always a good bet to look forward to Pixar. This is their first movie with a female lead. It's got great voice talent, and and uh, it looks good. And then, as I said, I've got these tied for tied for one spot. There are two movies that are coming out that I find extremely intriguing, and they're really both the same idea. Um, one is called The Odd Life of Timothy Green. And the other is called Ruby Sparks. And they're both about people who make up a character who comes to life. And uh, in in Ruby Sparks, it's a writer played by Paul Dano who creates kind of his ideal, sort of Pygmalion-ish, but creates his ideal female character. And then turns out then she just shows up. And in The Odd Life of Timothy Green, it's a childless couple who create their ideal child. And he all of a sudden shows up. And they both look really, really interesting to me. 
And in Ruby Sparks, I think um, Annette uh, Benning has a role. Oh, really? Yeah, so I Great. always like her. I always like see, her, yeah. Yeah, I always try to see her movies. And so Zoe Kazan the, plays, the, plays Ruby Sparks. I like her. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Great. So we have uh, Beast of the Center Life. Am I saying Beast that? Beast of the Southern Wild. Southern Wild, okay. Yeah. Southern Wild. Uh, the Born Legacy, Brave. The Odd Life of Timothy Green and Ruby Sparks. Right, and, so, and then just uh, to just to annoy AJ because I like to argue with him, I'm just uh, this is this is um, probably not on the top of my list, but I have to admit I am looking forward to Step Up Revolution because I think that <laughs> see I knew it, but I but I got to tell you these are you know if you're looking for plot and characters forget about it but in terms of just innovative camera work in um in in showing dance on screen this guy has done an amazing job and uh i like the idea that they're going to have kind of an occupy wall street theme so i'm uh, by both of those both of those are, are reasons i'm looking forward to it what a great list i i really that's that's a diverse uh, list, and and you'll see that um, that one that you have on your on your list is going to be on mine. But but AJ, um, do you have di- a different list of of top five movies? Somewhat, we do share one movie, but we'll get to that very shortly. Uh, my my top five is a little bit of mixture of some blockbusters and then some smaller ones coming out. Number one on my list, far and away, that I'm looking forward to is The Dark Knight Rises. I am I am such a Christopher Nolan fanboy. He has yet to do me wrong with any of his movies. And Batman Begins and The Dark Knight were two of the movies that that really did help push uh, com- comic book-based movies to another realm of maturity and epic storytelling. And I, I doubt this will be the game-changer that The Dark Knight was or like the experience that it was, but I think it'll be an incredible film nonetheless. I've loved all the advertising that I've seen for it, and uh, he, like he intends, Christopher Nolan intends for this to be the last one, and I don't think he is going to jip us on a really, really powerful note for his trilogy to go out on. And my, he has number... Anne, Wath- Anne Hathaway as the Catwoman, and that'll, that'll be uh, interesting to see how she does that part. So, uh, okay, The Dark Knight Rises is your number one. Number two? All right, number two, like Nell said, is Brave. Like, last year, Cars 2 came out, and that was that was the commercial Pixar one. That was the one that was made just because, you know, all the Cars merchandise from the first one made a gazillion dollars. So they had to take a break and just make this big old escapist action movie. Here, this, another, here, here though, Brave is, like, a return to the, really good characterizations and storytelling that made Pixar so famous to begin with and like this this will continue their track record of really awesome movies that are entertaining but then have like these themes that are explored in really compelling ways and have these interesting characters I cannot wait to see this one uh, so you have Brave and the Dark Knight Rises and number three all right, number three is Paranorman, which is an animated movie about a kid who's obsessed with horror movies, so it's right up my alley. Yeah. Like, I, I've i been looking forward to this ever since I saw the first trailer, which had uh, no, uh, sound, no dialogue from the movie or anything. It just had the song Season of the Witch playing, and it had, like, all these funky things and zombies and faces in the sky and, like, 
Like, this appealed to the eight-year-old in me. Like, this just looks flat-out cool. i got to see this one. <laughs> it sounds cool. It really does. I could probably watch that one if it's an animated movie. I haven't been able to watch the paranormal activity because of the jerky camera movement. Mm-hmm. So, so we've got The Dark Knight Rises, Brave, and Paranorman, which I love that title. Number four. <laughs> Uh, number four is uh, To Roam With Love, the new Woody Allen movie. And, like, Woody's gotten to the point where like, I haven't liked all of his movies in the past uh, few years. You know, You Will Meet a Tall Dark Stranger is probably, like, one of the worst things he's ever done. But mm-hmm. still, like, his output and his stamina for just, like, cranking out these movies, he's gotten to the point where every time he has a new movie coming out, it's instantly on my to-watch list. So that one's got to be worth checking out for me. It looks in, it looks interesting and uh, number five. All right, number five is another smaller one called Neil Young Journeys. It's the new uh, Neil Young documentary from Jonathan Demme, who uh, did one of my favorite movies of uh, 2006, Neil Young Heart of Gold. Just this beautiful, beautiful concert movie. And uh, I haven't seen the second one they did a couple years back called uh, Neil Young Trunk Show. I'm still not sure whether it even got a DVD or Blu-ray release. But, like, again, just just because it's Neil Young and just because it's Jonathan Demme, they've got my attention. Well, now, Neil, it's Neil Young... Journeys. Neil, Neil Young Journeys. So that's, that's quite a diverse list, uh, too. And uh, I some that I haven't about heard of. Pa- about Paranorman. I'm really, really excited about Paranorman. I was really lucky last summer at Comic-Con to be invited to a very, very small gathering with all the people that are working on that film, and I got to look at all of the maquettes, the actual little sets and characters that they're using. Uh, These are the same people behind this who did Coraline, one of my favorite movies of the last 10 years, and Mm -hmm. it is going to be fantastic. Awesome. We'll be sure to we'll be sure to take to put that on our uh, must see list. Well, well, my um, my list. Well, I, we all have brave. I was just looking at my list of top five, and I cheated a little bit with a tie for num for number five. But my first, it's no surprise to you guys that my my uh, the movie that I'm looking forward to the most is coming up this Friday, and it's a musical and it's <laughs> Rock of Ages. I just can't I've hardly wait it. to. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I, I I can't wait to see Tom Cruise in a in a musical and what a cast! So are you going to are you going to um, damper my enthusiasm? Well, go through now? your list and then I will be happy to tell you what I thought about it. Okay, <laughs> all right. And then number two is also a musical. It's coming out in August um, and it's called Sparkle. This is the movie that uh, Whitney Houston worked uh, for so long to try to get made. She served as executive producer, and she did. Um, they did finish the movie. Um, she passed away then about three years after the, the movie was finished. She also plays um, a role in the movie. She plays the mother of a star in the making, portrayed by uh, American Idol Jordan Sparks, and I really loved Jordan Sparks on American Idol. So... I, I this is another one. I mean, we get so few musicals, so to have two that I'm looking forward to in the summer makes me really, really happy. My number three is Brave, which we've already talked about. I love the idea of Brave, the fact that this is a ferocious warrior princess who refuses to, uh, I mean, who wants to be in charge of her own destiny, and uh, 
she's just going to make her own way. And uh, even though her her mom and pop, the the king and queen, are very very disturbed about what she's doing and and her actions. And I thought the previews for this movie were just delightful. So I'm with both of you. I can hardly wait to see it. Then number four is Magic Mike, which comes out <laughs> later this month. And here kind of a musical, sort of. <laughs> yeah, well, it's sort of. I, I just love Channing uh, Tatum in Step Up, um, and I, I liked his dancing in that. And so I think maybe his dance with his dancing in uh, Magic Mike, we might get to see more of him. <laughs> and then in my fifth Tide, Hope Springs, and ties with the campaign, and they're both coming out August 10th, so I have to wait a while to see these. With the Hope Springs, just knowing that this film co-stars Meryl Streep and Tommy Lee Jones is enough for me, and I feel the same way about the campaign um, because it's a Will Ferrell film, and I always look forward to his films. But by that date, August 10th, I might be completely turned off by anything political, so maybe maybe my mind will be changed by then. So, Nell, you wanted you wanted to comment on those on those five. Yeah, well, I think I think you will enjoy Rock of Ages. It's very very entertaining. I think that. Um, in my opinion, uh, the the power ballads of the sort of big arena rock of the 1980s were already kind of cheesy. That doesn't take away from their the pleasure of listening to them, but you know it it, it doesn't also take away from from their authenticity to do what is kind of like the Glee version of them. And uh, it is just uh, just kind of silly, entertaining fun. I thought. Well, how was Tom Cruise in a musical? Fabulous. Oh, great. Tom Cruise That's is all fabulous. I'm... He's absolutely I, terrific. I, he studies just... Axl Rose very carefully, and, uh, you know, this is why he's Tom Cruise, because he he really delivers. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Well, well, now I'm really getting on pins and needles and, and uh, just so excited about uh, my movie choice for, for Friday. We probably ought to go to the other extreme and um, find out what movies uh, – you're most worried about or ones that you think will probably not be well they might even be doomed before they before they start Nell, do you have a have a list of that kind well i think this is maybe shooting fish in a barrel here but i think that the adam sandler movie that's my boy looks like a real train wreck that doesn't seem to stop him from making a lot of money uh for his films but i i think it it looks just awful and i think you know he's kind of lost touch with his audience, um, uh, and uh, and that's too bad. And I'm a little concerned about Hope Springs. It does have a wonderful cast, and with Steve Carell as the as the therapist. But I just, you know, I I, I maybe I was uh, put off by Darling Companion, another sort of midlife crisis uh, movie uh, earlier this year. But I, I I have to say the fact that they're Releasing it in late August doesn't make it doesn't make me feel um, very excited about it. And then also, I you know this is also kind of easy, but I think Expendables two doesn't look very good. <laughs> oh, the Expendables doesn't look very good. Oh no. <laughs> so you've got Hope Springs, and that's my boy, and the and the Expendables. I I'm going to interrupt you for a minute here. Um, I'm I'm having to to try and see what's going on in the chat and. Uh, and be in the discussion here, so um, bear with me. But uh, here are some comments that are uh, being made. Rachel uh, Wilgren said that she saw Neil Young and Jonathan Demme talk about the movie that you were 
mentioning about Neil Young. She she saw them uh, talk about that movie in New York the other night. So so thank you, Rachel, and and I'll bet you're jealous of her, right, AJ? You bet. Come on, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's going to be a great film. I I thought the last one was. I cried through the whole movie. I thought it was great. Oh well, you've seen that one too, then. Yeah. Oh yeah. So lucky, lucky people. Oh, and we just got a we just got a bulletin here from one of our chatters that uh, this is from Fast Eddie, who's uh, with the uh, Wackle Bob, Bob and Fast Eddie show here on Blog Talk Radio. And I'm going to go back and see what he had to say. Oh, he said Anne Rutherford, the demure brunette actress who played the sweetheart in the long-running Andy Hardy series, and Scarlett O'Hara's youngest sister in Gone with the Wind has died, and she was uh, 94. Oh, I thought she did such a great job in those Andy Hardy films. She was and, wonderful in them. And you know what else she was great in? Uh, she was in the MGM version of A Christmas Carol. She was the ghost of Christmas past, I think, and yeah. she was absolutely lovely in, in that. Loved Anne Rutherford. Yes, and I think she took part in uh, some of the uh, Turner Classic Movies uh, mm-hmm. Film Festival mm-hmm. events, and uh, Diana Sanger and uh, James Cold Harrison attend usually attend those, and, and one of the people that they mentioned that they just loved to, to see there and talk with was Anne, Anne Rutherford. But but thank you, Eddie, for, for letting us know. Now, back back to you, Nell. Uh, you were with the Expendables, and, and you think they are expendable. Yeah, I'm afraid so. And then I had very high hopes for a film that is the highest box office hit in French history called The Intouchables, and I was very disappointed when I saw it. I think that a lot of the humor doesn't translate very well, and I know they're doing an American remake, and perhaps that will be different, but uh, I had heard so many good things about it, and my, my hopes were very high, and, and so um, so it was a big disappointment for me. And... Um... So you've got that's my boy, Hope Springs, the Expendables, the Intouchables, the Intouchables, yeah, Intouchables, and do you have a fifth one? Uh, yes, another one that was disappointing to me uh, is uh, Lola versus. I love Greta Gerwig. I just think she is so marvelous, and and uh, uh, and and I keep waiting for her to find that sort of breakthrough moment. And Lola versus is a very sort of conventional romantic comedy, and uh, even she can't save it. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that because I was looking forward to that. Uh, AJ, do you have the same list of movies that you're worried about that Nell had, or are, is your list different? Duh. Well, well, again, we share one, and that's that's my boy. And <laughs> just in two short years, Adam Sandler, like as soon as his name comes up, it's like, no, I I don't want to see it. And then I see the trailer, and it's like, no, I really don't want to see it. This, uh, this one doesn't look like the horrible mess that Jack and Jill turned out to be. If anything, this looks like it might have a laugh or two, but still it's like Adam Sandler's going to have to pull something big to get him back in my good graces. It just looks like now all the movies he made fun of in Funny People, it seems exactly like he's making right. those. Exactly like, I, right. I'm just, make, I'm just waiting for him to play a merman or a baby or some stupid <laughs> crap like that. That's on my list too. So that's your number one, and, uh, and oh, number that, that, that's not necessarily my number one. These are oh. these ones are just kind of okay. in any order. Although I will say I'm looking forward to seeing Eva or Marie in it because yeah. um, 
you know, I have to go to all these movies whether I like them or not. But but uh, I like her, and and Susan Sarandon, her mother, plays her character as an older person, and so that part will be fun. But the rest of it looks awful. I'm yeah. glad you told us about that because that means I will go if uh, Eva's in it and Susan Sarandon. Okay, so what else you got, AJ? All right. Otherwise, I have uh, The Apparition, which I saw the trailer for it, another terrible horror movie, Chernobyl Diaries. And this just looks like a really dumb mixture of, like, it's like half found footage and then half the grudge. It looks, like, all terrible to me. Uh, other, I also have a Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Dog Days, and which I, I know the kids love it. And if you, And if you like this sort of movie, good for you. I just don't really have the desire to see this kid be a jerk to his friends and learn a lesson for the third time in a row. Mm-hmm. I, I agree on that. Yeah, I agree on that. And number four. And I also have a Katy Perry part of me, a concert <laughs> movie, which, which, like, you know, I, I want to be surprised by a concert movie, but I know all this is going to be is her performing songs that I've been annoyed with for the past three years, <laughs> oh, no. spliced in with, uh, stuff like interviews with her going, oh, it's so hard, life on the road, Ooh, I don't care. And then, uh, as going back to what uh, Nell mentioned earlier, Step Up Revolution, which all I have to, which all I have to say is, if I wanted to watch Break Into Electric Boogaloo, I would watch Break Into Electric Boogaloo. This is the same old story. Like, like this lost me from the first part of the trailer where they have to stop in traffic to do a little dance number. And it's like, no, I'm not, whatever cause you're for, I'm not cheering for you. You're interrupting my commute. You're keeping me from getting home. I hate you. <laughs> well, how do you really feel about it, right, AJ? Well, that's quite that's quite a list. And I have, uh, this is interesting, We we had one movie, Brave, that we all are most excited <laughs> to see yeah. um, on those lists, and we and we have one stuff. movie that we're all very worried about and think it's doomed. <laughs> except mm-hmm. we we do have some cast members that we want to see it for. That's my boy. That's yeah. That's I remember that Jack one. and Jill Jack and Jill set a, a new record for the Razzies because not only did Adam Sandler get worst actor, he also got worst actress. For... <laughs> <laughs> he did. Oh yeah. my gosh! Well, well, that should say something. And then I, uh, I have this one. I, I kind of have mixed feelings about it, but it's just, it's just really bothering me because I used to teach history. Believe it or not, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Oh, now, come on! Yeah, what's next? FD, FDR, Zombie Killer. <laughs> You know, you you think you're kidding, but there actually is an FDR zombie killer movie where he gets up out of the wheelchair. No, there is. Yeah, is it is it underground movie or? Yeah, it's a it's an independent film. Well, see, so that's that's setting that's setting the trend. I will admit that uh, I saw the previews to uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Killer, and the production values look, uh, you know, just great. So, uh, so I'm not, so I'm kind of maybe I might change my mind about that. Then number three, Ted, which is coming out on July 13th. Come on, a foul-mouthed talking teddy bear uh, having conversations with is it really Mark Wahlberg? I don't know. I mean that one. I just that that one really really bothers me, and um, I'm sorry to say this now, but number four for me is the Born Legacy, 
because I'm thinking, oh, Lord, more jerky camera action. <laughs> no thanks. And I know AJ really does love Rachel Weiss. Isn't she in The Born Legacy? That 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 she is, and I would put so. that maybe at number six or so, just for Rachel. <laughs> call <laughs> yeah. me, call me Rachel, please. <laughs> That's right, Rachel. Please, please call AJ. And then uh, the last one that I'm worried about is Lawless, which has a great cast. I'll grant you that: Tom Hardy and Sheila Booth and Jessica Chastain and Guy Pearce. And it's a prohibition crime tale. But I saw the previews again for that yesterday. And I I think there's going to be a lot of movie uh, goers like me who say, oh, we've been there, done that. So, so those are those are the ones that I'm that I'm the most uh, worried about. But we all agree about that's my boy, and we all agree about uh, Brave. So I wonder uh, if we could just uh, turn our attention now to any new trends that you might see in the move uh, the summer movies this year. I think last year when we did this show. We talked about 3D, that that was really taking over as far as uh, blockbuster movies and special effects movies were concerned. So, Nell, do you see any new trends uh, this summer? Well, comic books are still very strong. Uh, You know, Avengers, of course, now the number one Disney box office uh, uh, success of all time, which is really a stunning figure. And we we haven't even mentioned Spider-Man, which is coming out. Uh, but I think we're seeing um, uh, more from women uh, on every side. I think we're seeing more stronger women characters with uh, strong snow, two strong Snow Whites this year, and um, and more women behind the camera as well. So uh, so I think that that's a good sign for this year. Oh, I I think so, too. I have a message for AJ from Rachel in the chat, and um, Rachel says that uh, uh, Rachel Weiss is married to Daniel Craig now, and I did not know that. Did you know that, AJ? I did know that. I I suppose that's the one thing, one good thing they took away from filming Dreamhouse is that's where they met up, and... And that that means I'm not gonna encroach on uh, Bond's territory. He could take me out pretty good. So well, well, well done, Daniel. Well done. <laughs> Thank you, Rachel, for calling that to to our attention. And I know um, that uh, Nell and AJ see they have to see all kinds of movies, but each of them has a, a specialty. And uh, Nell, it's family movies for you. Do you think that this summer looks looks good in terms of family fare? I do. I was very, very pleasantly surprised by Madagascar 3. I didn't really care for the first two that much and wasn't expecting much from the third one, but I found myself enjoying it tremendously, smiling all the way through it, and so I I made a point of looking at the end to see who wrote it, and I think you'll be very surprised if you don't already know. Do you know who wrote it? No. Noah Baumbach. Really? Yeah, the guy from The Squid and the Whale. Oh, and what a good and good fantastic Mr. Fox, and so that was really a pleasant surprise. So that was that was very good, uh, and um, I I know you know I, every point that you made was valid, AJ, about Wimpy Kid, but you're not the demographic, and I think that for its demographic, it, it will probably be very very worthwhile. So we stack up. Uh, we're in pretty good shape, and, in and of course, of- brave. And Brave would be we classify as a family movie. And and AJ, uh we know that your 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 specialty area is uh, the horror genre. How how does the uh, summer stack up in that genre? 
Well, I, I know for the one thing, uh, Medea's witness protection looks absolutely horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I believe I will have to watch that movie with my hands over my eyes, just just curdles my guts with fear. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but but uh, for, for actual horror movies though, that, are, that intend to be horror movies, uh, well, we've already had Chernobyl Diaries, which was just really, really dull. Bunch of idiots go to Russia and get killed. Ring-a-ding-ding. Who cares? Uh, this past weekend, uh, we did see the release of Prometheus, which uh, is one of the few gambles I've seen this uh, summer season. You know, it's a big-budget movie. It's really dark, R-rated, sci-fi horror. And uh, But then again, also is uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, which I know you're not really looking forward to it, Betty Joe, but the premise is a lot more ambitious than a bunch of teenagers running around a dirty factory for 90 minutes. So I got to give it kudos for at least trying in the plot department. Uh, otherwise, uh, this otherwise this summer there's the apparition, which I mentioned earlier, uh, the possession with uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and then there's uh, the awakening. Uh, coming in August with Rebecca Hall. She was in The Town and uh, The Prestige, which uh, looks interesting just because it's, uh, it's a period ghost movie. And uh, overall, the horror slate this year, it looks like it could use some perking up, not just with the stories, but with the titles. They're all the same. The Apparition, The Awakening, Chernobyl. Like, like there's nothing distinctive about them. They're just boring. Well, I think you're right. I think you're right about that. I, I I am getting a little worried about the about the way the the titles are stacking up, and uh, I can't believe that the time has gone by so fast. But every time you two are on this show, uh, that's that's what happens. I I want to thank you for for being such terrific guests again today, and and I hope you'll both come back soon. I'm I'm going to kind of close out the discussion a little bit early because I did want to play a special tribute uh, to Judy Garland by uh, having our listeners uh, hear the gorgeous mother-daughter medley from uh, Lorna Left CD, Songs My Mother Taught Me. And, of course, uh, Judy's 90th birthday was uh, June 10th this past weekend. It was, it was on Sunday, and uh, I think Turner Classic Movies ran so many of her films. and it, it Yeah, reminded... I, watched, I watched a bunch, including Girl Crazy, which I just love. Oh, I do too. One of my favorite songs, but not for me. The way she sang it in yeah. that was was just great. So, so I am I am closing up the discussion a little bit early, and I do want to thank the people in the chat. In fact, while uh, the outro music is playing, I'll be able to go in the chat and chat a little bit with uh, with everybody. Uh, Fast Eddie and Rachel Wilgram have have both stayed with us, and there have been several guests coming in and out. And I want to thank the people at Blog Talk Radio for um, picking this episode as one of today's picks. We really appreciate it. And um, I want to thank Nikki, who isn't here today, but I'm sure she'll be back next week. And um, I want to also mention that next Tuesday, what a show we're going to have. It'll be a discussion about Mary Pickford, The Muse of the Movies, a new documentary film from Nicholas Eliopoulos, who has agreed to join us in person, so that should be a fascinating episode. So to close the show, here's the haunting mother-daughter medley from Lorna Love CD, Songs My Mother Taught Me, and you're going to love it. 
and my head is to the pillow nearer than the wind.
Yeah.